0: This week on the Games and Gaming Podcast, we're joined by Tyler from Good Game We Lost to talk all about Cyberpunk 2077. We'll be discussing what we think of the game's story, gameplay, performance, and more. Let's get lost in Night City on episode 14 of the Games and Gaming Podcast. Welcome to the latest episode of the Games of Gaming podcast. My name is Tyler. I am your host this week, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Kieran. Kieran, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Fantastic, fantastic. You know, it's been a crazy week, you know, with Cyberpunk. It's been, but I know you've been playing it, been having a lot of fun, and looking forward to talking about it with you today.
1: I'm sure this is going to be a very interesting discussion.
0: Oh, 100%, 100% and for the first time on the games of gaming podcast we are joined by a guest we have a guest host with us today we are joined by another friend named tyler from podcast good game we lost tyler how are you doing
2: uh i'm doing i'm doing pretty good all things considered excited to be here excited to talk some cyberpunk uh like kieran said i think it'll definitely this is like the fun game to talk about it's in vogue for sure and uh like people are having opinions about it, even if they've never played. it. It's just it's all over the place. It's really what you dream of when you think about talking video games, all the useless content this has created for us.
0: Right. <laughs> so, Tyler, you know, you're new to the show here. Tell the people about yourself. What's your favorite game? How long have you been playing some games? You know, and tell the people like you know, about your podcast, like what your podcast is all about, what you do over there.
2: Okay, yeah, thanks for... Again, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, For everyone out there that listens to uh, the Game & Gaming podcast, thank you for doing so, for keeping the lights on. For uh, Kieran and the uh, old Tyler here, I guess, as we're going to have this confusing... you know that's how we're going to label each other uh i'm new tyler i guess since i'm new here um i do run a podcast i'm the host creator like i i basically run everything over here at good game we lost but i am joined um we're going to kind of have a barrage of co-hosts now going forward shaking things up a little bit and then our producer misha and we're only on episode five we are a bi-weekly uh, gaming podcast just kind of with you know being adults with lives not getting paid for this it's a little easier to have enough to play for me at least to have enough to talk about we're not as news heavy we're more reviews mixed with just kind of irreverent fun um i like to keep things a little lighter a little uh try and get the conversation to flow as best i can um and just really keep up the chemistry so we we have fun you know we're not none of us are reviewers in the traditional mold i would say other than like kind of me but I I think we're worth the check out. If you don't mind checking us out, I'd appreciate that. And yeah, as far as my personal game tastes, Mm -hmm. I'm really all over the map. Uh, Me and and old Tyler talked about it a little bit yesterday. Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time, Mm -hmm. but that's not traditionally my uh my favorite cup of tea is like giant open world games so it'll definitely be fun to talk cyberpunk i do actually traditionally love uh really good stories and so i've got some things to say about cyberpunk in that aspect just i love platformers uh, jack and dexter's one of my favorite like oh, okay what you know, get a get a good table setting there of like what, what's an older game that you really enjoyed as a kid. I would say this gen, I've kind of like had my peaks and valleys as far as how I always stay ear to the floor as far as gaming news. And I feel like I always know what's going on, but there are definitely peaks and valleys of actual playing. But now with the podcast, it's, it's an excuse to really force myself to kind of like stay more engaged, which I'm enjoying so far. It's definitely been nice uh, to give yourself an excuse to play more video games than maybe you traditionally would
0: nice nice man hey the jack of Daxter call out i i love that that used to be one of my favorite series when i um, when i played on the ps2 and i i wish we you know we got a jack four and all you know i'm happy yeah. with the way that series turned out
2: yeah we talked a little bit about like uh your easy allies Dr- e3 of dreams moment and how for our producer it'd be a gta vice city for me for the record i I don't have one as obvious, but it would probably be Jack 4. Um, I'm not even a big Jack 2 and 3 person, but just give me, like, an excuse. Like, find a way with all this. We're all used to parallel universes. Retcon it. Throw something in there. I just want to get back to the more vibrant stuff and give me an excuse to, like, go back there. That'd probably be mine
0: nice nice fantastic well thank you for telling everybody about yourself tyler everybody definitely go check out his podcast i listened to one of his episodes as of recording i believe it was the latest one they were talking about spider-man miles morales and ghost runner it was a good conversation that they had about both games so definitely go give them a listen
2: I was going to say, we have a newer one with Bug Snacks. So, if you played Bug Snacks and want to talk about how bizarro that game gets, uh, you can give that a listen as well.
0: Oh, wow. I have yet to play it. So, definitely, I'll probably give that a listen before I play it myself. I don't know when I'll get to it. So yeah, also before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, just want to remind everybody to follow the Games and Gaming podcast over on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can get updates on the show. Uh, submit any questions that you may have that you might want us to, you know, to, uh, to ask on the show that you want us to answer. Share the show with friends, family, anybody that you think would uh, like the show and leave reviews because they are greatly appreciated. They will help us out a lot. So with all this opening stuff done and out the way, We're going to get to the heart of the show. This episode today is all about cyberpunk 2077. It's the game that we've all been playing for the past week or so. It's the game that everybody is talking about for a number of different reasons, which we'll talk about some of those reasons here. Not too much though, since Karen and I have covered it kind of extensively last week. So this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this round table style. And we have four different topics here, and then we'll end the cyberpunk conversation with a question as our fifth kind of topic. And each topic we'll go to, we'll start off with performance, then go into story, follow by gameplay and then the world of, of cyberpunk and then we'll have our question at the end and each topic when we get to it will start with a different one of us So the first topic, performance, we will start with New Tyler, and then story will go to Kieran, gameplay will start with me, world will go to New Tyler, and then for the final question, we will start with Kieran, and that's how we'll do this. Before we get into our very first topic of performance, I just want to get everyone's general thoughts on the game. So not getting too specific with what you think, but just, you know, how much you've played, the system you're playing on, and your lifestyle that you chose, your life path, whatever you want, you know it's called and do we like the game so far? I'll start for this one. I've played about 10 and a half hours of the game. I'm playing it on PS5 and I'm using the uh, Street Kid. I have the Street Kid life path and so far I, I like the game. I like it enough to keep going but I find myself struggling with wanting to play this game for a number of reasons that we'll definitely get into as we go throughout this conversation but that's where I am. I do like it though. There is a good game here i just have some issues with it tyler what are your new what are your thoughts on the game
2: i like you um i don't know tyler. if you just mentioned it because you're going a little in and out but we both uh chose the street kid life path which i also chose um i am running and the kind of the reason i'm here is uh to tyler, give the ps4 there? uh thoughts so shout out to all my people that could Community, not find right? PS5s. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, I, I, I'm here. Yeah. I it's playable, okay, I wasn't sure. uh, so I won't tease too. I won't talk too much about performance. We'll get that. But I have been mm-hmm. able to play it. I'm about Two nine weeks. and a half hours in, and that's an actual nine and a half. I haven't had any crazy crashes, and I would say. I think me and you have had some similar sentiments here in the sense that um, I also enjoy it, but like it's it's not making it easy for me and I don't find myself like, man, I cannot wait because I I'd, ideally, like life happens, I wanted to be closer to done with this game at this point, um, but I, even that being said, like, I didn't find a reason to stay up those extra two or three hours every night. Like, I really, I just want to roll credits. I'm, I'm so pumped to get through this. It was like, yeah, I can wait. You know, that's, um... It's definitely not a hatred. I think the most interesting thing through all the controversy and all of this is it seems like a very, I I don't want to say middling game because I'm not done with it yet, but like talk about a game that's ultimately not worth all the hype and all the disappointment, but it's still, still fine. It's still, the story I still enjoy so far. I mean, we'll get a little bit more into that, but just, yeah, it's definitely, it's rough on PS4. I would say I probably, if... I wouldn't buy it necessarily if you have a base PS4. I don't think it's worth the roulette of potentially not being able to play it because I was ready to be furious myself if this game just didn't work.
0: I know I share some of those same sentiments as you in terms of like not having time to play and it kind of not living up to expectations or hype and all. But again, we will get into all those specifics in just a moment. Kieran, what are your general thoughts on the game so far?
1: So I've played about 50 hours of it I've beaten it and got on all four endings, so I'm just at the point now where I'm going through side missions and polishing everything off. I'm playing on Xbox Series X, so I haven't had many performance issues. The The only real issues that I've had are the game periodically crashes, like every time I sit down and play it, it will crash probably three or four times, which is like, <laughs> if it was on my Xbox One S, I think it would be a bigger deal, but because of Series X and it loads really fast, it's, it's nothing more like a minor inconvenience, but still wish it didn't i really enjoyed the game there are don't get me wrong there are things i don't like about it there are things i wish they'd done better or they'd improved on or didn't include and there are some things to me that just feel pointless but overall i very very much enjoyed this game
0: nice nice all right so we kind of have a general idea of where everybody falls on the game on like a top level but now we're gonna start getting to you know the more specific aspects of the game First up, this game's performance. We're gonna get this out the way right now because this is really the biggest hot button topic issue with this game across the board. That's why all the controversy is about just how this game has been performing and running on last gen consoles. So that's why we're gonna start with you, Tyler. You are playing on base PS4, original launch PS4 over here. So yeah, what? how has get the performance of the game been for you? You know, in terms of like, what do you think of the game's visuals, its frame rate? How many crashes and bugs have you been having? And then also, I want you to like just tell us like your thoughts on the controversy yeah. as a whole with this game, just because, you know, we have it, we want, we were like an out, you know, an outsider's perspective on this, you know, someone who has a, a, a base PS4.
2: So, performance-wise, my experience has been, ironically enough, I think as ideal as we've now found out it could be on PS4, which is, um, despite Kieran even having issues on better hardware, I haven't had any just like, hey, the game's not going to work now. <laughs> I've had very... I guess how I would put it fallout or just any Bethesda game level of like oh okay so I've got to reload my save file now because I just fell through the floor um and I can't move <laughs> and I don't know where I am and like okay that happened uh and then just like stuff like that it was one of the earlier missions in the game no spoilers but basically like I'm driving and there's not really a place to park your car which they thought about the future but they did not think about parking at all so I'm just like do I just get out I guess I do and I'm like trying to like sl- I'm trying to slowly just get it in so I don't hit anyone because I already had an issue with that and then like the person walks into my car and then they just go flying like they I don't hit them I'm not going full speed I've come to a, a stop and this person is like bumps into my car and the animation just goes like through the games uh, sky so I've just like it's stuff like that The cinematics look fine the game looks terrible like it it looks arguably worse than like Fallout 4 at points and Fallout wasn't my, really, my thing really I didn't play a ton of it but I know what it looks like and it doesn't look great because it's like yeah it's this open world game running on an engine really that seems like it was still similar to Fallout 3's just with you know a little polish put on it that's kind of what it looks like on this I like I don't have complaints about all that stuff if that's what ultimately we were promised which I guess will be my lead into how i talk about the controversy a little bit i just want to say i do think that at the top level cd project red is um problematic and that obviously i do not espouse or support their transphobic uh views and I think that it's messed up to put subliminal stuff just like very subtle things in the game which I think is ultimately what we're looking at and that was kind of the controversy du jour before Uh, we found out the game just doesn't work for some people and I think that anybody that tries to say that this game was meant all along for PS5 or PC well, obviously PC is going to run better no matter what but I think that's just a bad faith argument and this is coming from someone that's not like this game's biggest fanboy or biggest hater like I've i want every game to be good um but the fact that like not maybe some of the people that got really excited for this played the witcher a year ago and would like to live in that world but this game was announced seven years ago and you know this like right when the ps4 and xbox one were were built and we saw it at e3 like two and a half years ago before like when the ps5 and xbox series x were just like still vague rumors um so the idea that like hey this was meant to be unplayable on your old tech all along you know that's just a, that's a bad faith argument to me and it's kind of unexcusable that it just sucks and is in the state it does and I feel bad for all the developers that through the Bloomberg reports that they were very furious at top level management I feel bad for all of them because this is obviously not their decision and I'm sure given the time this would have been a much better a much better game a much more polished game and my kind of idea that I've been kicking around a little bit is that we're going to look back and I watched a YouTube video not about Cyberpunk but about cross-gen releases by Scott The he's a pretty good YouTuber and he like did a whole thing where he was going through older cross-gen releases where you're like wait that game was that's right that was a PS3 game or oh my god that was a PS2 game and I kind of think that unfortunately Cyber or that CG Product Red is going to get away with this in retrospect and we're just all going to look at this six seven years from now and go oh yeah cyberpunk was on the ps4 um and i think that's that's going to be the sentiment going forward um but i think it's important in the moment to just kind of say like yeah don't ever do that again you're not supposed to do that
0: one hundred percent. I I hundred percent agree with with you said. I'll you know I'll get more into my performance thoughts when we uh when I, it's my turn on it. But yeah, the uh, I agree with what you said. It is I you know it's nice hearing just hearing you know thoughts from someone that's on a, like the older last gen hardware. Yeah. In regards to how it's performing and you know how they feel about this all. Kieran, how has performance been for you over there on the Series X in the console master race world? I should say. <laughs>
1: it's been fine i wouldn't say it's been particularly great but it hasn't been terrible either there have been like i say I, i've had the game periodically crashes on me i haven't played since the latest patch came out so i don't know if that fixes it but up the 50 hours i've played so far there there has not been a time where i've sat down to play this game and it's crashed less than twice so it it's like i say because because i'm on series x and there is faster loading times and stuff it is more of a more of like a minor inconvenience than than anything else because it takes i know 30 30 45 seconds to get back in the game it's just annoying and then i have had bugs where i was sitting in a diner talking to takamura and his audio wasn't there my audio wasn't there but everything else was so basically all like the important stuff wasn't there but everything else was so i had to reload my game for that and there's just been a few things that I've encountered where I've had to either reload a save or reload reload my or just dashboard the game and go back into it but overall like those those bugs were few and far between i think in my 50 hours of playtime i've had maybe a dozen bugs maybe slightly more and most of them were were nothing but a minor inconvenience the i think the one that annoyed me the most was uh, i had just finished a mission and i had called my car and when i get in my car and i, pre- I like hold down the R- uh, rt to start moving i'll get out the car again and it was just really annoying <laughs> so i had to, re- I had to reload, the- I reload a save for that one but Overall, it's been fine. It hasn't been particularly terrible or particularly great. Uh, I have a question for you, actually, because on Series X, you
0: have the option to switch between quality mode or performance mode. Whereas on PS5, it's automatically like the only option PS5 has here is performance mode at 60 FPS. So which, what have you been using?
1: I think performance mode, I haven't actually checked, I just left it at the default one because I, I play on a 1080p monitor so I, like, it, I'm like i not pushing the hardware to its extreme or anything. So I, I I think it's performance. I've seen like maybe one frame rate dip while I've been playing but I don't think it's dipped below like 50 fps for the entire time I've been playing.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, w- I was curious as to whether or not you would have been playing it on quality mode or performance mode since Series X for some reason has that option, but PlayStation doesn't. i really curious as to why that's the case. My thoughts on the performance, it very surprisingly, like hearing both of how it's been for both of you, it seems like I have had the least performance issues of everyone here. I haven't had any crashes at all. Granted, I've only played about 10 and a half hours, nowhere near the 50 that Kira has played, but I have not had a single crash once. Any bugs that I've come across, they've been funny ones. I like, for example, I, let me see. I wrote this down. So like, one funny bug I had was I was like going to this mission, this side mission, and there was an NPC like floating in the air, like in a fetal position, like calling out for help. <laughs> and I was just like, this is this is weird. I can't help you though, dude. Sorry. And then like, there was one annoying bug I came across where I was doing a mission. I was like in this club trying to find someone, and. things went crazy things went south and I started like had to just like fight my way through it and I had killed a guy and then after I killed him he kept on screaming the same line over and over every couple of seconds although he was already dead so it's like I killed him and I'm like a whole couple rooms away talk having a conversation with someone about the story and I hear him in the background oh man no not like this oh man no not like this and i'm like okay can you not can you not do that actually that's very annoying but like, other than that i haven't had any bugs the only performance issue i've had is in regards to the visuals like frame rate again like i said on ps5 it's in performance mode so it's a 60 fps i haven't noticed the frame rate dip at all i mean i'm sure it might have and if it did it probably dipped down like very little. If anyone has watched Digital Foundry's PS5 breakdown of Cyberpunk, they say that, you know, like PS5, it's basically a locked 60 FPS. Like there are some moments where like it dips down a little bit, but not much at all. So like, the frame rate side of things it's been very smooth very very smooth which is nice although i would prefer to play this in quality mode you know get better visuals but when we get the actual next gen versions i can do that my issue with the visuals is the textures loading in and textures and npcs loading in and all it's like the i'll be driving around and when i'm driving i notice that like you know not many cars out it seems like you know there'll be like barely any people out while I'm driving because I'm guessing the world's trying to load it, load everything in and it's you know last. it's technically the last gen version of the game so it's not able to really do all that and stuff so like it makes the world seem like a bit more empty in a way but then I get to I'll get to wherever I'm going after I start after I'm driving and I stop the car and I'll look at whatever building is near me or the ground or whatever and like the textures are just like flat textures, they haven't fully loaded in and it'll take them about 10 to 15 seconds to fully load in same for any people that are nearby, like, I'll get out my car and, like, there might not be any people there. It'll take, the, it'll take a little bit of time for the people and vehicles around me to load in. And I could walk up to the people and, like, even after they have physically appeared, their model still has to, like, fully render and load in and all. So they're not just, like, a gelatinous blob standing there. So that's the only, like, real vis- like <laughs> visual issue I've had. And... It happens, I've noticed it only happens when I'm like driving around, like after I drive. Which, I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world. And I I understand that this is the last-gen version of the game, which already has issues that are being bumped up as best as possible by my PS5, just by it being backwards compatible. It's something I see, I'm just like, man, it takes me out the experience a bit. You know, it's like, it's just a bit distracting and disappointing, but it's something I can live with. And it's funny, actually, as a result that I kind of more sort of like walk around if places are nearby me, that way I don't have to deal with that happening. But I mean, other than that, I mean, like, you know, graphically, I think the game looks good. Again, I wish it looked better because, you know, I when I see footage of like the PS, not the PS5, the PC version, and like I compare, like I see it compared to the PS5, I'm just like, man, like this game could look so much better if, you know, we had all the next gen bells and whistles, but it, it looks good for what it is. I had to turn off... Film grain, just because I was like, oh, it's the game's already a tad blurry because of the you know the lower resolution. So taking off the film grain just definitely helped that a lot. There was actually one other issue I've had a couple times. I forgot about it. I've had the game freeze up on me for a few seconds occasionally, and every time it happens, it happens when I'm driving. And like I'll do a turn and it's like I'm about to either hit someone or I'm not about to hit someone, but like I'm about to get the cops on me. So then I'll do the turn and I'll stop and like the game will freeze for a few seconds and then it'll pop up the little notification (laughs) saying, hey, the NCPD bounty, so on and so forth, whatever. And then I close out of it and then I'm able to go. And it's it again, it has not happened that often because I typically don't end up in that situation where I'm hitting people or having people come after me. But each time it happened, I was just like, here we go. Really? We're freezing up now? But other than that, I mean, performance has been fine for me. But I wish it was better for everybody else. You know, all everybody on last and I wish it was just better across the board.
1: One quick thing my game has also does that freezing thing when you're driving mine does it well I haven't had that happen since patch 1.4 but before that it would do it for anywhere between 5 and 15 seconds where it would just freeze and that has caused my game to crash one or two times but other than that it's just been like the game froze for a little bit. Ah interesting got you so with that being said let's move on
0: to the story section of our discussion. So putting this out there for everybody listening, we will not be doing any story spoilers at all for this conversation. We could talk about missions, uh, but we're going to try not to give any specific details about the game that haven't already been put out there by CDPR and, you know, any marketing trailers, any of that. Anything that hasn't already been known or told to us, we will not be talking about. And if necessary, we'll give a spoiler warning. Like if we're talking about something and we just simply can't properly talk about it without giving a bit of a spoiler, we will give that spoiler warning. But we're going to try to steer clear of getting into specific spoilers as it is. So with that being with all that on the table, I'm going to start this with Kieran. You have finished
1: the game entirely. What did you think about the story? I actually fairly enjoyed the story, not as much as I was hoping I would. The main issue I have with the story is it's very short. I imagine if you did nothing but story missions it would take you probably 20 to 23 hours at best to beat. And I was hoping for a little bit more, especially considering The Witcher 3 doing very minimal side stuff took me 60 hours to beat. I'm not saying I want it to be that long because I think that was a bit too long for my taste but even if they added like another five to eight hours I think it would have been good. Overall I, I really really enjoyed the story. I, I think I said this to you uh, yesterday Tyler when we were recording next week's episode. It there aren't many games that get me to like genuinely care about characters, but this game actually, this mm-hmm. game did that pretty well. Like I actually cared what happened to Johnny in the end. I, I, I cared that, like what happened to my V. After you romance Judy, there is zero interaction with her until the very end of the game. Uh, and that it, is it, actually a bit of a disappointment. And it it just made the entire romance feel pointless. Okay, you you can call Judy on the phone, and there are like dialogue options and I went through them before I romanced her because I was planning to romance her when I got the game and I was uh, like pre- I periodically called her to see like oh like does she want me to do anything blah 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 so I went through the dialogue options and then I romanced her and then afterwards I called her and it was the same dialogue options and they were already like greyed out. You can still select them and go through the conversation again but like it's, it's stuff you've heard before. Literally right up until the last mission of the game there is no interaction with Judy whatsoever and it, it makes me entire thing feel pointless uh, it makes it feel like oh it's an open world rpg people expect there to be romances so we'll put them in but we won't really do anything with them like i would have loved to have seen them like do like uh like you romance judy and then it's then like a second like optional arc with judy opens up where you're like developing your relationship and doing jobs with them blah 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 but no like literally there is
2: nothing wow that that's actually very disappointing
1: <laughs> it, hopefully that doesn't spoil
2: anything no, no, I, I think you did a good job of keeping that uh, fairly vague.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. That Wow, yeah, that's that's shocking. That's a bit of a disappointment. I, yeah, I think and I, I d- might still go down that route, but... Uh.
1: I haven't romanced anyone else other than Judy, so I can't 100% say this is fact, but I would have to imagine that if that's what it's like for Judy, it's also like that for everybody else.
0: Right, yeah, I mean, it, that just makes sense, you know, it stands to reason that that's what the case would be.
1: Yeah, going back to the main story, uh, yeah, so I've I've played 50 hours, I've beaten the game, and I ha- I've gotten all four endings. I definitely have my favorite, my least favorite of the endings, for sure not saying what they are. But overall I, I i've actually really enjoyed the story cool cool
0: so i'll go next on the story stuff like i said i'm only about 10 and a half hours in like i johnny silverhand got introduced into the story pretty recently for me like I, he hasn't been it hasn't been too long since he's been introduced but it hasn't been you know it, it, it's still pretty early days when it comes to johnny being around and the, the story so far i'm liking it i like the story it was i feel like the story is a bit slow to start. It's a bit slow going at first like the the, the game it, it it's pace. i think the game is paced well that's not the issue I'm, i mean when i say it's slow going i think it's it just it just it's difficult for me to explain i think like things are paced very well things move along at a nice pace but it just felt like things were taking time you know to get good to get really good because let's like I was interested in what was going on, but I wasn't totally invested in things until Johnny got introduced, and that's not because I was sitting here waiting for Keanu Reeves to pop up and you know use his star power to make the game great or anything like that. Once Johnny is introduced, the stakes just get raised to another level, and at that point I was like all right now everything has clicked for me in terms of the story I I want to see what is going next now I'm all in whereas before that I was interested in what was happening and interested in seeing where things went and how we get to where we're going but it didn't have its hooks in me the way that I was hoping it would or that I the way I wanted it to but now that I'm at this point in the story I'm like all right I'm fully interested in it speaking of Johnny so far he's come across as like such a I'm not going <laughs> to (laughs) you know swear or use any language like that but man he comes across as just like not that great a guy at all which is fine you know i don't i don't need him to be you know a a good person or anything like that but man i was just like i don't like you you are you're a jerk dude
2: yeah (laughs) i I, I have some thoughts on that as well just (laughs) out just as a little (laughs) teaser there for how i what i'm gonna say about it (laughs)
0: yeah like when he when he first got introduced i was just like like literally in the first few no, no no not the first few minutes when he's introduced i'd say that's i'd say like 10 minutes after he's introduced i think that's a good amount of time after he's first introduced about 10 minutes after i was just like dude you can go i actually don't want you around anymore you are very you are just uh you are not a good person but i'm i'm starting to warm up to him now He he's kind of turning around on me as for the other characters in the game, like like you were saying before, Kieran, Judy, I like Judy. Granted, I haven't spent too much time with her, but I do like her. She seems really cool. She seems like she has an interesting story behind her, so I definitely do intend to get to know her better and romance her as well.
1: Quick question. Are you playing as male V or female V? Male V. Uh, you can't romance Judy. Okay. Well, <laughs> that is not <laughs> happening then,
0: so yes, uh, I, Ju- I guess Judy we'll just is be gay. friends. I, okay, either I didn't know that or maybe they said something beforehand of the game and I just didn't, pick up on it or I missed it I I, um, I believe
1: it is um mentioned in the brain dancing mission the
0: very first one like where you get introduced to brain dancing
1: I'm pretty sure yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I found out
0: okay so that I might have just missed that line of dialogue or didn't really put two and two together when they talked about it okay well I won't be romancing Judy never mind forget that guys that's not gonna happen I guess I'll have to either find someone else or I can just romance the joy toys that are on the street over and over again you know <laughs> <laughs> trying to I i did it once already just out of curiosity i was like oh i wonder how this is and it was just not gonna lie it was so awkward seems (laughs) like that in games are just very awkward i was just like okay i guess this is that this is how it goes and then i like after it finished they plopped me right back across the street from the joy toy i was just like am i able to go do it again right now like i went over so i walked over to them and they said the exact same thing to me i was like okay so the diet so you're not gonna say oh you're back for another round or anything like that literally the exact same thing interesting maybe i'll come back to you some other time like when i'm just bored one day
1: the the sex scenes in this game are very um x-rated yeah
0: yeah they are but yeah so so judy's cool jackie he's the other he's one of the other like prominent side slash main characters that's in the game i actually i actually liked him he's a cool guy at first like he kind of sort of like annoys me but then you know as time goes on i'm like you know what you i like you 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 aren't that you aren't that annoying at all i think what was more what like what annoyed me with him at first was more so just like i don't know like i think it was like a mixture of his personality and just like the way that he talked, I was just like, can you, can you like tone it down a bit? Can you tone down like the chip, like <laughs> your personality at all? But after a bit, I was like, you know what, actually I like you like, forget all that. You're a cool guy. But yeah, that, I think that's all cool. And I think my one gripe with the story so far, Karen, maybe you can speak to this some, like, or at least, you know, provide some insight on this is that it seems like aside from the very opening of the game, the life path that you choose doesn't really matter all that much like yeah there are dialogue options for you to choose sometimes in conversations where it'll be like hey this is the street kid option and like sometimes it might offer you a little perk like one time i went to go i went to go find this this guy who works on people who have augmentations and all and i walked up to them and they he had like some of his thugs outside and i could afford them but Instead, I had a street kid option for dialogue that let me just go on in without having to fight anybody. But like, it's like, you know, like a little way to get around options, but it doesn't seem like your life path really affects the main story or has a big effect on things all that much. Is that the case for you as well, Kieran? Was that the case with the corpo life path?
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't play a huge part. I know there is at least one side mission that is specific to each. Uh, life path and obviously the intro and dialogue options but no other than that i didn't find anything that was hugely important i don't know there is a character that you work with in like basically end game i don't know if it would make a difference what life path you chose but yeah so i i couldn't find any like huge game altering thing that the life path provided Mm-hmm.
0: That see yeah like it's not like I'm sitting here expecting or hoping my life path to like have major consequences or major differences in the story. I just kind of expected there to be more of an impact from my from my life path on things and proceedings. But so far, yeah, it just seems like it doesn't really have much at all. But those are my thoughts on the story so far. You know, I I'm hoping I I think I, I like it so far right now. I think I'll continue to like it as the game continues. New Tyler. <laughs> What are your thoughts on the story? Because it seems like you have some deeply pent up thoughts.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to give off the impression that I've like I hate the the story or that I feel passionately enough to make you know uh, just like sweeping procl- proclamation about proclamations about the whole game. But man, the Keanu stuff is interesting to me because I actually really enjoyed the prequel or like pre timeline. You know, there's there's timeline jump cuts. That's about as spoilery as I'll get. I really enjoyed that stuff um, when it was just Johnny, but then how we see him implemented into the game and which is fine. It's like, it's fairly sci-fi E kind of trope stuff. I don't have like an issue with that per se, but it seems like there's a dramatic character change from someone who seemed like, okay, he's yeah. Like you said, he's definitely uh, a little aggressive um, with his personality and the flashback, but like there's some political uh, motivations for him he seems like a character that is at least fitting in with the actual idea of cyberpunkness versus just like kind of this hollow aesthetic, which I so far is kind of my impression. Um, and it's definitely those sentiments have been echoed by uh, smarter people than me that have reviewed it, and I definitely get that impression as well. I there's none of the side missions have come across as particularly interesting to me and been like I want to go do that. So I've been trying to mainline, and I've been trying to hurry up and get as much done as I can. So I've been mainlining the story as much as possible outside of doing some of the side stuff. I don't know why I'm spacing on her name now, Judy but I've been trying to make sure that especially because Kieran mentioned it when we talked uh, a couple days ago so I've been trying to make sure that's the only thing I like keep up on and do some of her and that intertwines with the uh, regular missions at first as well so that's kind of got to be the central hook to me and I talked about prior to that Johnny moment like really feeling my interest amp up in the game and then I would say after the flashback bit happens I wasn't like oh man here we go I was just kind of like I guess this is where we're going and and yeah, like from that moment it's been even harder. Like I haven't felt myself wanting to like, man, gotta jump back in. And then uh I just couldn't play it uh really as extensively as I wanted to. So it's been one of those moments where it's been like, oh, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, which is harder to get engaged anyways. So one of the questions I had rattling around in my head is could this game have just been told like it seems like they were so hung up on the idea of this cyberpunk aesthetic, but like they could have they could have gone with other genres of sci-fi and not co-opted such a a very specific and really uh progressive model of sci-fi like i just think they there was other routes i think cd project red from what everyone says about the witcher and from what you can see in some of these scenes are talented storytellers but i think their limited life views may affect like their ability to tell these giant sweeping epics if they're not areas that specifically relate to their life experiences and that's okay that doesn't mean you're bad storytellers you can tell interesting stories within what you're good at telling but it seems like they're forcing these bigger projects on themselves than necessary like I with how hollow the game feels at points I and from even Kieran you know relaying that like not a lot of the side stuff felt important even 50 hours in um, outside of Judy like did this need to be as open world did we need some of the pointless systems in it which I guess uh, I'll get a little bit more into with uh, like gameplay specifically but there are just moments where it's like if they had just focused on the story and made this a tighter and you can still have that semi quasi open worldness but like a lot of these issues seem preventable I just question uh, really the decision-making decision, decision making, uh, from a top-down perspective over at CD Projekt Red. Um, and me and you talked about this yesterday a little bit, Tyler. I kind of admire when studios pivot a little bit so I don't I don't know. maybe some people would have been upset if you go from the Witcher a big open world game to like a, a more I like it's not like it had been some indie darling uh, that's like three hours long but if you had gone to a more tight story, like not as open world not as many things to do but you just folk kept focusing on the story would it have been a better game I think that's an interesting story but I still like obviously I'm gonna play play it to completion as far as the story goes and I hope of course it's good because there have been moments that have really caught my attention. The Keanu stuff and the Johnny Silverhand stuff seems at least initially a little edgelordy. Um, I hope that gets paved over um, because like I said, his intro seemed really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, I I kind of share some of the same sentiments as you in regards to the game seeming, I guess you could say like a bit too big and wishing there was more focus on the story it being a bit tighter, you know, and also like how some of this gameplay stuff kind of adds to that idea that, hey, maybe if we kind of cut back on some of these things, it would be a tighter experience, which, you know, I will definitely get into the gameplay section because I feel like that is probably the gameplay of this game as a whole is probably my biggest gripe with it.
2: I just wanted to mention you talked about Jackie. I just wanted to mention I specifically echoed him coming across as a forced stereotype at first, but that's another example of their CD project reds dialogue seeming really like borderline cringy at first, and then doing a good job of easing into that character. And I, I, feel like i've already seen fan art of jackie like he is a character that it's easy to uh really enjoy early on and i would like to have seen more of him i'm not going to say more than that but like i wish there was even more jackie in the game i can say that like if they just replaced keanu with jackie i don't uh, maybe i'd have been all right with that i don't know <laughs> uh, I, <laughs>
1: yeah uh, i
0: definitely think the same karen
1: uh, you going to say I have a couple of things just going off of a couple of things Tyler said. One, I do not think this story was as strong as The Witcher. Nowhere near it. I still, okay. I enjoyed the story. I'm not saying it's a bad story that they told. I'm just saying I think The Witcher was... The Witcher got me more than this story. I'll put it that way. And two, character development I think is an issue for this game. There are several characters that I... Th- I feel like they could have done so much more with, and they just didn't. Like, Mm -hmm. Judy being one character... uh, You guys might have met her, actually. Meredith Stout, the Militech corporate woman. She, yeah. I don't think
0: I have yet. I think... So Tyler, you said you did Street Kid as well, correct? Correct, yeah. So remember the mission, it's after Dex. He tells you that you need to um, get something from the, whatchamacallit, the Maelstrom guys. Mm -hmm. And he tells you that he already paid for it. They just have to give it to you. And then he tells you that there's a corporate woman who you can talk to who is in a tight situation and talking to her might help you out. It's an optional thing. You don't have to go talk to her, I think. Um,
2: Oh, so I'm guessing that's severely impacted how that interaction went down. Did you... if We have to redact this. Did you murder someone when that mission came about? Did I? I don't remember. I won't, I won't say names, but they put... I don't know if I did. They put you in a situation where it's like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm at this point, I have no attachment to anybody. I'm like, I'm going to blow this cra- guy's brains out. I'm a straight kid. <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, the- I don't remember if I did that. I think I might have just knocked him out. But I know that because Mer- I, I went to Meredith and she thought that I was like uh, she thought that I was in on something against her. And she gave me a chip that I could use to pay for the um for the machine I was getting for decks from the maelstrom guy. And turns out that after the mission, it's like, yeah, you're not going to see her anymore. Because uh, this corporate guy that she had in custody, he comes. He's like, yeah, don't worry. You're never going to see her again. So, yeah, that's that's who Karen's talking about. I haven't seen I her did, again since then, though.
2: I think that answered my question because you paid for it. And in that mission, you can go in and you think you paid for it. And Dex told you that. But uh, you end up having... Things pop off, and that's that's the route I went. So that answer is like I even questioned: was there a way to get around this? I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna shoot my way out of this conundrum. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I
0: things will- still popped off for me, but I just don't remember exactly. If I killed the guy who came on out and was like, A, shut yeah. this down.
1: <laughs> uh, I I will say I'm I'm yeah, but basically you can speak to Meredith stout and she gives you a chip that has the money you need to buy the ball, but the chip is it's got like a hack on it so when they put it into their system they like the their entire system goes down and and uh militech come in and start fighting them but yeah like like i say judy meredith stout uh jackie i even feel to some extent johnny silverhand i feel like they could have developed those characters so much more but they just didn't there's one that my it's my friend's favorite character in the game i'm not going to say specifically who because you guys haven't met them yet but she is a super badass woman who is in the game for five minutes, and, and that's it. Like, I just feel like they could have done so much more with so many more characters, you, but they
2: just didn't. Are you saying she is the Oberin of this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. That's a Game of Thrones reference. I know that much,
0: but I haven't watched the show and met that character in the books yet, so, man. <laughs> that no, sucks. I-
2: I say that because uh, Oberyn's my favorite Game of Thrones character. And I was just like, oh, so this is what we're doing with now my favorite character. Great. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm, a, I'm, oh I'm, a, I'm a Theon Greyjoy oh man. Oh, okay. Theon. okay. I, I know we're
0: getting off tangent real quick, but I've only read, I've read the first two books and part of the third one and Theon, oh my God. I was like, dude, you suck you suck <laughs> he, he, uh, he does
1: he does kind of suck but he gets better
0: so I've heard so I've heard <laughs> back to this though does anybody have any other final thoughts on story stuff before we move into gameplay
1: I don't think so no I think I'm good alrighty
0: So now we're gonna start talking about the gameplay talk giving our thoughts on all different aspects of the gameplay you know gunplay stealth hacking driving side missions exploration leveling up character creation gear all all that stuff i'll start this one off i think the gameplay is good overall but as a whole it could be better like there are many different aspects of the gameplay that i think could just be improved or cut back on to make it a better game to play and i feel like the, the gameplay as a whole is it's just my biggest issue with the game it's where like i have like the most just i don't know if i say like problems but it it drags it down for me some so like it's funny i wrote down notes for like each section that way i kind of know what i wanted to mention and the gameplay section is where i have the most let me say first the character creator has a nice amount of options but i wish that like you know we could have fine-tuned the characters a bit more than we're able to like i i think back to like how um Fallout 4 did character creation or even recent demon souls. It is like, I'm able to fine tune it a bit more than I like to here now. I mean, for some, it might be fine. Just having slight select preset options and not having to do a whole bunch of fine tuning because it can be very overwhelming. You don't want to spend, you know, an hour or two in the character creator. I completely understand that sentiment, but you know, I really wish that there was a, that there was more and also the, the fact that there's only one male and one female voice. I understand why that's the case, because I'm sure, you know, having to pay a bunch of different people to say all these different lines in the game is just incredibly expensive and unfeasible. But man, having male V's voice with the way my character looks, I'm just like, this voice is not matching him at all. It doesn't. And it just... It brings me, it kind of takes me out the experience whenever I hear V talk, I'm just like, that's not what you should sound like. You should sound more like I do right now, but you have <laughs> this more raspy voice that just does not match my character at all. You know, it's not like a game where like Mass Effect, you have Shepard and Shepard's voice matches, Shepherd's voice matches literally every vo- every way you can make your character look, I think. Whereas this, it's like, they kind of, it seems like they picked a voice for the marketing character and that's it they just like ah this is the voice for the how we have v looking and if you make your v look any other kind of way oh well that's his voice even if it doesn't necessarily match with how you think it should sound that's uh, that could be like a nitpick i guess you could say but that's just one thing for me i don't know if you guys also share the same sentiment but i also think it's a bit disappointing that we can't alter anything about our appearance after we start the game like once you get past the character creator you know you can't change your hairstyle or get any other visual augments on you or tattoos any of that it's just like yeah this is how you are you got to stay that way and i mean i know the game's in first person so you would only see it really when you're like doing photo mode or in the third person view or looking in a mirror but like the option to get would still be nice and again this is the minor thing in the grand scheme of things but um it's something that i again i wish was there i think my bigger the, a bigger overall issue i feel like with the game is the fact that i don't think it does the best job of teaching you how to play it teaches you some things at the start and then after that it's just like tossing you in the deep end it's like all right figure it out yourself figure out everything else on your own and like that's why for the first couple hours of the game i think that's also part of why it felt slowish to me because I was just trying to understand how to play the game and how to use each of its systems while also you know trying to move the story along and not die in fights and all like that and try to get through situations the best way I can because I try when I play games like this I like to do if stealth is an option I try to be as stealthy as I can until things pop off. Once things pop off, it's I'm going I'm guns blazing. So, it's like it's a like they teach you about the hacking, but it's really quick. So then when you get into like, you know, the real world um situations, it's it's not you don't have at least to me, I didn't feel like I had a deeper or as a good understanding of the hacking that I could have or that I should have had, you know, once I'm in these real world situations. And then you know, you take that and then you go into the skill tree, which the skill trees in this game are just so overwhelming because for anyone who doesn't know when you for your character you have five different skill attributes and each skill attribute as you level up you're able to level up that attribute if you go into that attribute well if you go into each attribute you also get points to level up the skills for each attribute and each attribute can have anywhere from like two to three i think maybe even four separate skill trees and each of these skill trees has you know at least 15 maybe 20 different skills for you to upgrade and each thing can be upgraded multiple times so when you first see it it's just like wait huh what it's just a whole lot it's a lot of visual overload and it is a lot to try to wrap your head around and understand especially when you're like if you're trying to make a certain build I mean for some people this might be good because you know it offers you a whole lot of ways to build out your character you know the way you want it to but it's also just a lot to take in and try to understand especially because the game doesn't really ex- doesn't explain it all that well to, Uh at least I didn't again I didn't feel like it explained it all that well so I, like I'm just now starting to really get a feel for the leveling system in the game and the skill trees but for the first you know eight or so hours I was just like okay what do I want to? Heck now, what am I, where do I go with this? What do I, what do I do? And then, you know, each skill tree, which is also something that the game doesn't necessarily explain to you. You kind of see it pop up, but it doesn't explain it, is that each skill tree is also able to be leveled up and gives you different perks for leveling it up. But some, but it doesn't tell you how to level up any of the skill trees. Like for example, some of them are obvious, like stealth, the stealth skill tree, you level that one up by being stealthy. The handgun skill tree, you level that one up by using handguns. But then there's one called cold blooded, which I'm just like like, okay, what do I do to level this up now? How do I level this one up? Because it doesn't say. It's not telling you, okay, this this is the cold-blooded tree. You level this one up by doing these types of actions. It's things like that where I wish the game was more clear about what to do or how to do it. Or you know, just offered a bit of guidance in some capacity instead of just kind of leaving it up to you to figure out, you know, in a RPG like this, that is a full-on capital RPG having some systems more clearly explained would be great and a big help I think the driving is okay it's serviceable at best but the vehicles don't handle all that well I feel like they just they slide around a bit too easily at all I've been using a motorcycle lately ever since I got one as part of the as part of the story you kind of are able to get one it's a side mission but it's connected to the main story ever since I got that motorcycle I've kind of been using that a lot and it's it's nice to use um But yeah, vehicles, I don't think they handle all that well. The gunplay, I think, is just okay. But again, that's something I imagine will get better as you level up your weapon. As you level up your skill trees for your weapons and also upgrade the weapons themselves. Because that's something you can do too. You can mod them and everything. Which is, again, another aspect of the game where it's not explained all that well. Just the the gear upgrading process and things like that. The enemy AI, I think, is... (laughs) not that great it's 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 not terrible but it's just not that good either like there have been times where i'll be fighting guys and i'm standing behind a wall they are insistent on just shooting at the wall (laughs) they don't they're not trying to come over to get me they're just standing you know 20 feet away shooting at the wall not doing much about me there was even one time i ran into a room and stood stood against a wall and then i turned and there was an enemy looking at the door like there was an enemy in the room with me looking at the door that i just ran through and i was behind them and they just did not attack me. And I was just like, really, did you not? How did you not see me? Because I didn't see you, but you should have seen me come in and started doing something about it. it. It was very weird. Hacking is cool, but again, like not explained well. And I mean, the hacking that you could do as part of stealth, and then also the hacking you could do into terminal sometimes. It has to do this matching type of mini game, which took me some time to really understand. Like they explain it the first time you do it, but even the first time I did it, I was like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? I, I thought I understood, but I don't think I did. So there's that. The gear that you get is, generally good so far i mean i'm only 10 hours in but man oh man i wish that you were able to upgrade the stats of your clothes that you have while keeping that outfit because the way the gear works in the game is your your armor stats are tied to whatever out whatever clothes you have on, so like you'll find better clothes that have better. Well, you'll find different clothes that have better stats, but the clothes might not look all that good, and you might just end up looking like a mismatched, you know, fashion mess because you want to try to have, you know, you know, at the highest armor stats that you could possibly have, and I'm actively trying to avoid looking like a walking mess. Of just random clothes on me or no clothes. So yeah, I would be it'd be nice to be able to upgrade your stats for your clothes while keeping them. The stealth is good though. Stealthing in the game, I think is pretty good. I like sneaking around enemies, trying to take them out and all. And exploring the world, which we'll get more to the world later on, but I think exploring the world is cool. It's just very annoying having characters constantly calling you about stuff. And it's even more annoying that they call you and then after they call you, as soon as the call hangs up they text you about the very thing they just called you about. So you get the call on the screen and then after the call is done, you get the text message notification, like literally part of the message pops up on screen and it stays there for a bit. And it's like, can we pick one? Either text me so I see the text or call me and then maybe just say on the screen, one message in your journal, in your phone, or check journal for this mission or mission added to your journal, something like that. Instead of, you know, now it's like, oh, I got this new text message, let me see what it is. Oh, it's the person who just told me about this mission they just call me about it now they're literally just texting me about the very same thing they just called me about that annoys me a bit but i mean i know it seemed like i was very negative on the gameplay but i still like have fun playing it it's still a fun game to play but like these little these issues like some of them big some of them small like all come together and like just make the experience a bit less fun for me to play so tyler what do you think of the gameplay
2: yeah so i would say It doesn't feel like insanely good. It's never going to be my go-to example for like, hey, what do I think gameplay should feel like? Now, that being said, I would say the gunplay, most of the combat feels fine. I read in like, I think one of the first reviews to pop that I read was like a New York Times one, and he talked about, oh, you know, it's Destiny-esque. And I didn't play a lot of Destiny, but the gunplay in that certainly felt better. I think anybody trying to comp this to like more actual first-person shooters, yeah, that's that to my experience so far has definitely, and I've. Like I said, I've shot my way out of a lot of situations so far. I would say it does not compare to uh, to games that solely focus on that. Not that it's atrocious, not that it's bad. It's not like Fallout's, uh, you know, gun mechanics or anything. It feels fine. It's it's okay. It's like, yeah, I enjoy this, but uh, like this shotgun feels severely underpowered. I don't know what the hell is up with that. The, the enemies at times do feel very just like uh, bullet spongy and like, I get it. They all have enhancements and augments. They're not going to go down, but, like, a shotgun to the head, like, getting registered headshots and I have to do like three of them to off just like a rando is kind of you know it's just kind of dumb uh, but I get it it's 100%. video games it's video games that happen sometimes I talked about this whenever we talked about everything beforehand but I'm really good with pistols and this game actually has pretty solid pistols so I enjoy that the systems themselves so far feel incredibly pointless it feels like again to, to harken back to it could have been tighter they wanted to emulate them version of like GTA meets Yakuza and that doesn't seem like their strong suit I didn't again I haven't played a ton of the Witcher I don't know if there were like a lot of engaging kind of like mini systems on the side where it's like oh yeah it's really fun to do this or that other than I know of course Gwent is really fleshed out but that's like a single card game versus like GTA you know you can do and even Yakuza you can do real estate you can do all of these things and they all feel pretty well fleshed out and fun this just nothing's grabbed me so far. It doesn't feel all that engaging outside of the the primary source of gameplay which is just follow story mission X shoot people um, and I enjoy that stuff like I said it's not like oh this is so bad I'm, I'm having a terrible time but it just it really feels like they, um, they overstepped their not their boundaries, but they like definitely shot for something bigger than really they had ideas for. So it feels like there's a lot of filler and the first, like the 1st personness of it. I mentioned this to you yesterday, Tyler, the driving in first person is atrocious in the third person cam. It's whatever it's open world driving, um, similar <laughs> to GTA and yeah, like the AI is not particularly smart it's just it's really it's i would say it's a little disappointing for sure and i think that's similar to the sentiment you had tyler of just like it's not bad but there's definitely some missed opportunities and just speaking to the we want these aesthetics but there's no actual substance to it i the character creator you can even extend it to that point it's cool that there are some definitely out there color you know like character choices as far as like visuals but I, you don't really feel the effect other than like you look cool and you can't even change that which is I th- those are valid complaints for a game that wants to have it's cake and eat it too I think and yeah like I know you mentioned and you touched on first of all video game voice actors notoriously get paid pennies compared to like VO for uh, like high, you know high dollar films um, and if you look at the all time game sold chart The Witcher 3 is up there and CD Projekt Red has buku bucks It's inexcusable to just go yeah here's two voice voice dialogues. if anything i would speak i think that may speak to how rushed this game was um and like more logistically oh yeah it doesn't make sense that there's only one voice actor for male and female do we have time to do that oh the game is basically unplayable never mind um just get back to coding (laughs) like that's what it a lot of this game feels like is like hey this was kind of cool should we keep working on that oh keanu disappears half the time never mind get back to (laughs) get back to the original stuff um so yeah, it's just like, it's fine, but missed opportunities. It just feels like to be the, to me, just kind of in general, hearkening back to like how this game feels as a whole. It's, it's wild. Cause it just feels like a PS3 era seven to me. Like, yeah, there's some, there's some good stuff and it's like the rest of it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I just I agree with everything you said it's things things could just be things could be better if if they you know if they tightened up stuff if they focused more on other aspects than they did on trying to be so ambitious with it that's just kind of my takeaway of it so far you know 10 hours in you know my opinion could easily change I mean yours could easily change too by the time you know another 10 hours in or 20 30 so on and so forth you know
2: yeah so far Um, I think I think if you wanted to give someone a one one sentence review of this it's like they tried to be rock star and they are not rock star. <laughs>
0: Right. And, and you know, it's funny when you said, you know, that they tried to, GTA and Yakuza. I never played Yakuza, but you know, I've played i played GTA four, five, never played the others. I played a yeah. bit of three. But like I, that's actually like a really nice comparison. Like GTA, they they're an open world with a lot to do in it. But there's also things it's more it's way more focused. It's a very focused game where there you have your main story that you can mainline. There are side missions, but the side missions they might not connect to the main story but there is purpose behind them and they all feel worthwhile doing mm-hmm. and decided you know the other side activities you can do you don't have to do them but they're fleshed out enough where it's like you know what this is fun to do whereas with cyberpunk at least so far it's like the main story is interesting it's there the side missions aside from like the character ones, can more character specific ones but like some of the side stuff kind of doesn't feel all that incidental it kind of feels like yeah you know we, we got it here to you know add stuff to do and to make the map look more cluttered than it already should be like the driving like I, if if the driving felt half as good as gta's driving it would be better than it is now unfortunately it doesn't it feels a bit too loose and all but yeah i was i think that was a, a solid analogy right there yeah they just they could have focused it a bit more on things kieran what are your thoughts on the gameplay as someone who's finished it put 50 hours in
1: Honestly, most of the stuff you guys said I, I agree with. Um, in terms of the gunplay feeling a bit clunky, I I believe they have said that's a gameplay like choice and the more you play, the more you level up your character, it feels more like you're better with guns. But no, like towards the start of the game it definitely feels clunky. Did anyone else feel like the police in this game are just really pointless?
0: <laughs> I actually have not had any dealings with the police, so I can't comment on it. I mean, there have been one time, like I said, where like I was driving and I accidentally hit a police car when I was turning. So they're like, oh, the cops are coming after you. But then I drove off and like I don't even think
2: they chased me. So I, I haven't had a ton of run-ins, but I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot to mention this. Every time someone has kind of taken CD Projekt Red to task and up to pre-release about... This doesn't feel very cyberpunk, and they're like, trust us. It's anti-corporation, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's literally, like, a whole side system of, yeah, you can do work for the police department and turn people in. And it's like, that is the least cyberpunk thing of all time. What? What? <laughs> like, what is going on here, you know? Like, at least with Spider-Man, when that, that's problematic, it's like, there's a history of Spider-Man being with the cops, even if maybe we don't. It's not sending a good message, given our current climate. That Like, you can understand how, like, that, that kind of... You know, maybe not great decision was made with Cyberpunk. It's inexcusable. It's like, yeah, they're antithetical to the police completely. Why are they not just like basically an enemy faction in this game?
0: And you know, it's funny actually. That reminded me, real quick. Sorry to kind of no take worries. away from you, Karen. It reminded me there was a side mission that you can do that you get from from one of the fixers. I think she might have been a former cop. Uh, her name was Regina King, I think. But there's a side mission you could do where she's like, hey, yeah there's a cop in the in the in the force who's hiding out right now uh she's a good like you know she's actually like a good cop on the force who's trying to you know make nice city a better place and she's digging down this digging down this investigation that's really interfering with some of the other cops on the um on the force they don't like it they want her taken care of so kill her or make her make her leave make her drop the investigation and when you read the investigation when like you read the mission um like the info about it they kind of give you a bit more details and it's like i don't want to stop her i i i actually like that she's doing this i want her to you know i want to try to help her so like i tried i didn't want to do the mission at first but i was like you know what let me i'll just try to do it get some experience maybe i can help her out and your only two options when you get there are you can kill her, like you can straight up fight her, or <laughs> you can talk to her and then she'll she'll be like, All right, I'm just gonna leave, like, yeah, screw this city, like it's not even worth it. Which is like you but I'm just like, I mean, you were it seemed like you were so adamant about trying to change the city and you just so quickly and easily say, you know what, screw the city, I'm out. <laughs> the people on the forest hate me, I'm out. It just seems so weird. I was like, That that seems wrong. That that could have been done better. Like I wish I was able to help her actually. So yeah. Uh, going back to you, Karen.
1: Yeah, the the reason I say the police feel pointless is like so. One time when my when my game kind of like glitched out and froze, when I came back, I was uh, I was in my car and I was turning. And I used to like, like, kind of going off of what you said, that the cars really don't handle well. They th- Especially when you're just, like, first moving off or you try and drift around a corner every time I crash on a wall because they just, like, <laughs> spin almost uncontrollably <laughs> when you start to move off, and it, it, it doesn't feel good. But I ended up driving down the street and can neither confirm nor deny that I ran over at least five people. And the police had... <laughs> and, and I got, like, a three-star wanted level. And I'm like, oh, okay... Maybe like first run in with the police and I literally drove a hundred feet down the street and the wanted level went away Like no chase. I think maybe one cop started shooting at me, and I tested the theory. I got a five-star wanted level because I just stopped my car and shot a bunch of policemen, and then got back in my car and drove, and again went like a hundred feet down the street, and the wanted level just went away. And it just it felt like why even put that wanted level mechanic in the game in the first place if all I have to do is walk a little distance away and they're like ah we can't be bothered chasing you like (laughs) it makes no sense. Uh, like e- either either flesh out that system more or remove it cuz it is pointless being in the game
2: yeah it, i mean i think the only way to summarize it is dave they're in a geni- genitalia measuring contest with rockstar and rockstar one like <laughs> what what other explanation is there of like you see how much money they made which is so dumb because you made the witcher that's it's not gta 5 but it's still like you look at those all-time selling lists and they're up there like why force yourself into these like obligatory touchstones when you don't need to like that's gta we all understand that we're not asking your game to be that
0: all right, Karen, what are the thoughts you have on the gameplay, if you have any others?
1: What, going off of uh, someone you said uh, New Tyler, the New York Times article where he said the gunplay feels like Destiny, I can guarantee you that person has not played a lot of Destiny because this game is <laughs> nowhere near the levels of gunplay that Destiny Like Destiny, you, you, you were saying before, like th- this game doesn't do anything that I would be like, oh, this system or, or like in another game, this system like could have been like the gunplay that cyberpunk had or the stealth play that cyberpunk had, like it doesn't do that, whereas Destiny is one of those games that I've heard multiple people say has extremely good gunplay in it to the point where they're like, oh, like this game, like the gunplay was good, but it wasn't Destiny level. Like, I, I, I don't know what that guy was on saying. It feels like Destiny because <laughs> Destiny's <laughs> leagues beyond Cyberpunk in terms of gunplay. Not that the gunplay in Cyberpunk is terrible. It's just not noteworthy. Yeah, if yeah. it was a first-person shooter,
2: done. you wouldn't be like, I, I got to play another match.
1: No, no no not at all (laughs) but yeah i i i think that's everything i have to say about about the um like gameplay itself it's good i like like you say to um, old tyler it i have fun playing it it's not a bad game overall like it doesn't have bad gameplay it's just not great and i very much agree with you that the like it doesn't really do a good job of explaining things well because it took me a fair while before I actually got to grips with the hacking mechanics in the game. Even the little like mini game choose letters and numbers thing for hacking into systems to make money, it, it didn't explain things very well. A lot of the times I was either trying desperately to figure stuff out on my own or just left very confused. Yeah,
0: it's good to know that I'm not the only one who felt that way because I'm, I'm like t- 10 hours in, I was just like, what well, is it just, am I just dumb? Am I just not that smart? Am I not smart enough for this game, or is it just not explained that well? And I, it's good to know that I'm not alone in thinking that the game just did not, does not explain things that well. Oh, uh, Um,
1: uh, one, one more thing. Actually, I actually haven't had an issue with AI. Like, whenever I've been hiding around things, they've they've come around the corner, find me. They've always noticed when I'm there. They've never just like, I mean, like they've put down suppressive fire when I'm, I'm behind cover. Sure, like they have shot at things, but they do, they do like stop after a while, and they do eventually like come around and try and like get to a point where they can shoot me i I haven't had an issue with the ai in the game so far
0: hmm. i guess that the game cdpr balanced it out they were like all right we'll have new we'll have old tyler over here have the best performance and karen will have the crashes <laughs> but he'll have not so great ai and karen will get the good ai we'll, we'll balance it like that <laughs> new tyler do you have any other final thoughts on gameplay before we move on to our thoughts on the world of cyberpunk 2077
2: uh just I did think the menus were really clunky. I forgot to mention that. Just Oh like, ev- god,
0: yes. Yep. Everything
2: feels so cumbersome to like navigate. Like I get it, other games are also this bad, so it's not like, Oh, you're the worst CD Project Red, but like really? you're supposed to be this AAA dev and this kind of sucks navigating through everything
0: god yes it's like they took a pc ui and just placed it on console <laughs> yes. like this would work on p
2: yeah. this would
0: work on pc but on console it it just does not like when i was trying to adjust the hdr before i started the game i was like wait how do i how do i even like move this stuff it took me a bit before i realized oh wait the cursor is behind the HDR image they have here. And I had to move the analog stick down to make the thing come back. I was like, are you serious? And then yeah. when I'm like in the character menus that I'm like, if I'm like in the skill tree, right, if I'm in, say, the cool, the cool attribute and I'm in one of the skill trees, my instinct automatically is to go from, is to press R1 or L1. To switch tabs between the two skill trees in the cool attribute, but doing that takes me out of this character tree entirely. It brings me over to my journal instead. I'm just like, can we can we not do this? Actually, this is just a bit too cumbersome.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're they're not good. I needed to. I forgot about that, but I wanted to mention that. Um, that and I quadruple checked. I've got right stick drift half the time, and I don't know. I like. I. It's no other game. It's literally just Cyberpunk has. It drifts the camera for me and it's usually during menus and it's like the most frustrating thing because I just have to hold the right stick in place and then sit there and like try and go through all the options. So that just makes the experience even worse.
1: So I have one more thing, which is the most annoying thing about this game for me. And it's super nitpicky and personal, but it every single time it drives me up the wall and is 100% my most annoying, least favorite thing about this game. The start and back buttons are reversed and in every other video game, I press back to go into the map and start to bring up like the main menu for like load, save, exit. But in this game, it's reversed. So back brings up your main menu and start brings up like your inventory, map, journal, blah, 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 even 50 hours into the game, every single time i want to go to the map i press back and bring up the main menu and i'm like this isn't what i wanted to do why can't you just be like every other video game in existence (laughs) and just and just make it so that i don't have to make this like a wrong choice every time i want to look at my map it's so annoying oh man
0: (laughs) that would that would actually annoy the mess out of me too that's funny though (laughs) that's funny we're going to move on from gameplay now we're going to start talking about the world of cyberpunk 2077 so we're going to start with new tyler for this one so for the world what did what did you know what do we think of night city itself you know are you impressed by the world that cdpr has made here do you find yourself getting immersed in it does it feel like you know an evolution of sorts for what like open worlds could be like what are your what are your thoughts on it what do you think?
2: I probably will have the least to say of the three of us, I imagine, as I've done the least side stuff, and I think that would probably pertain to it. I will say, if you want to make the world a big selling point for your game, it's probably important that A, it looks good, and B, you fill it with interesting stuff, and I've seen none of that so far. Like I said, as mentioned, it looks like kind of like crap on PS4, and then... On top of that, like, I've walked up just to see, like, hey, how engaging are these conversations? And, like, I'm sure you've seen plenty of the screenshots where, like, the text is bad or whatever, like – I have constantly like the double lapping text. So I'm like, what is the NPC even saying half the time? They have nothing to say. Like I'm pretty fresh off playing seven remake as we talked about the other yesterday, Tyler, those NPCs had more interesting things to say in my opinion, than almost any NPC I've run into so far. Again, uh, I can't comment on yeah. like I've gone up to every single one of them, but I I've at least tried five or 10 different randos just like, Oh, I wonder if they'll say something cool. Nope. Okay. Same thing. It's like maybe one line of dialogue where there's like get lost, which to be fair, makes sense uh what you know real people in real life are would probably say get lost but it's just like it's not all that engaging and just speaks to like i'm not drawn into the world i don't feel like i'm lost in night city like starry eyed kids like i'm playing a video game and it is painfully obvious that i am doing so um and you know it's It's the GTA slash Yakuza. I would even say Yakuza does a much better job of being like, you are in a specific city, even if I don't think Kamurocho is a real place. It's like, this is our version, the same way GTA is like, this is our version of L.A., and this kind of wants to have its cake and eat it too. It feels like New York, L.A., Tokyo, kind of like, we're just going to take every cool city we think is cool and throw it in a blender, but then the problem with that is it feels like a distinct lack of identity from what I've seen so far
0: i see yeah i i kind of feel i feel the same way a bit i'll of course expound upon it when i when uh it comes around to me do you feel like part of it is because you're playing on ps4 and not on a pc where, I think- like obviously they have like more visual you know like the visuals just look better of course but there's also like you know more um like car- like pedestrians out in the city more streets out and about
2: yeah i think i think that's a portion of it for sure and i think If the game's gorgeous, it's easy to forgive those kinds of things, Um, but it just, it feels like a middle ground between what they actually wanted, which is that uh, GTA or Yakuza, like a lot of these games that do good jobs of like having meaningful side quests and characters and keeping this busy city, and then... Like LA Noire or Mafia to point out games that are notorious for being big open world games that are pretty and felt hollow. Um, Mafia 2 and 3 in those scenarios where it's like there's not much to do and while of course this has more things that are checking that box of like oh, you can go and do all these things with so far. And then I think just the general feedback I've got is a lot of those are just fetch quests or just small, like insignificant details. It doesn't make it feel lived in the way the marketing and CD Projekt Red specifically have said, like, this is what we wanted. Um, and again, I think that just questions the motive of like, it just feels like they were trying to make two different games here. Perhaps the dev team was like, we want to keep going with the open world stuff. And then the other half was like, no, we're good at telling stories. That's why people like The Witcher 2 and 3. Why don't we just keep doing that? And then this is, like, the ugly amalgamation of both of those, like, half-baked concepts.
0: Right. Karen, what do you think of the world of Night City? Especially since you've gotten to see, you know, everything outside the city as well.
1: I'm the outlier here, I think. This is my favorite, like, video game setting I've ever played in. Okay. Like, one, I had this debate with my friend the other day. I said it was the most unique. I don't... In terms of like, I've never played a game that is like specifically you are in one one place for the entire game, it's always like take like Assassin's Creed Valhalla you have like the entire of England and Norway and a couple of other places in terms of like Borderlands 2, which is my favourite game ever. You have all these different sections of the map, like this is just you are in Night City, you can... Sure there's the Badlands, like I, I haven't ventured much out there apart from doing story stuff. It's interesting to me that an entire video game is based in just this one city and you can like... It's not a new thing by any means, like like a, Watch Dogs Legion, I've played like 10 hours of that and that's all in London so it's it's not it's not terribly unique in terms of like oh this is the only place you're going to be for the entire game which i realize now kind of goes against the point i was trying to make in the first place but the, the world overall just feels very unique to me i don't think i've played in, in another in another video game setting that is quite like this one i do agree with with what uh, new tyler was saying that the side missions don't feel all that like important kind of like there are certain ones that do have an effect on the game and there are certain ones that I've like particularly enjoyed it but there are ones i've particularly not liked but in, in a lot of other video games once i've played them for like 25 probably less than that probably like 20-25 hours i'm like oh, okay to get to this place i know which route to take or to get to this place i know that i have to go down like i 100 percent rely on my map for this entire game i do not know how to get anywhere without the use of my map i mean like if i'm in like my, my apartment i could probably make my way to vix but that's about it i also is like
0: that a ne- is that a negative thing that you that you been using your map the entire oh, time. Oh no, to get no, I
1: I, I, I love that. I, mm-hmm. to be honest, I couldn't exactly tell you why. I, I just- I, I like that I'm- I'm not familiar with- I think the reason that it is is because I'm still discovering new places within Night City. Like, I've been to a lot of it because of story and side missions, but there's a couple of times where I've just been driving down and I'm like, I've never been in this area before and it's- it's interesting. Like, I- I did that with Corporal Plaza the- the other day. Like, I'd been to, like, the- like, the, like, main sections of- I was- I was driving down a street and there was this, like, kind of, like, hidden, like, square almost that I'm like, I did not know this was here. This is interesting. This is the most dense video game I've ever played. There is so much to do in just such tiny sections of the game that, like, I I think I said this to you the other day, Tyler, uh there has not like all the streets i've driven down all the places i've been i haven't found something that wasn't at least somewhat interesting to me like like driving down the street i'll hear somebody like cry out for help and it'll lead me to a side mission or i'll see like a shop that has like an interesting thing outside that i want to go into but there are certain ones you can't final thing I'll, i'll just say that this maybe saying it's my favorite video game world ever might like like so like some people are bound to be like oh but how the world like it just feels like another another generic open world but but like to me it, it doesn't feel like that it, it feels like something that they... the the best feature about this game is a hundred percent Night City itself. Mm. New Tyler, what were you going to say?
2: I was just going to say, um, see, I think that speaks to they wanted to appeal to some people that definitely want just like lots of things to do. And I like not doubting the map size at all. It definitely seems huge, um, just that it didn't feel significant to me. And the irony being like, you talked about I don't know where the map is to me the testament of a game is like after a certain point I do want to know like I like the sense of discovery at first but 15-20 hours in I as we get towards end game I want to know where I'm at and speaking to, you know, I've brought it up already like twice now, so I'm sure people are getting tired of it. But Yakuza 0, the fact that like towards those end games, it's like, go here. And I'm like, I know where that is. And I just ran to it, uh, you know, halfway through the the city. And it's, I mean, it's not a huge map in like anywhere near this, but it has to speaking to, talking about how dense it is. I don't know if you've ever played Akira, but it is absolutely a game where like you can go into every just about every shop there's something to do half the time you can go to batting cages there's a full-blown arcades with actual arcade games a la gta similar to all of those and it doesn't have to it didn't compromise by being this insanely huge game and there's no glitches and things of that so i just think pound for pound there are games that that get that density better without you know i mean we've obviously seen What you have to compromise, which is either a take 20 years to develop a game this big without having any issues or to just throw it out there because, you know, your uh, investors are like, we need money. And this is, you know, the tire fire that ensued, which is just like a lot of people can't even play the game.
0: Right. So my thoughts on the on the world of Night City, I feel, it's a, I feel like it's a mixture of both what both you, Kieran, and Tyler have said that I like Night City. I think Night City is really well designed. It's very dense. I like how dense it is. It is like the map itself isn't that huge, but there's levels. There's like multiple levels to each area of the map. Like you could look at, say, like the the Watson area. Yeah, like it might seem like pretty small, but like that's you. That's just a cool looking at like one level of it. Like some of the paths, some of the roads you go on might take you like down two or three levels below you know the upper ground level which is what still kind of blows me away to this you know even now when i'm playing when i'm like driving around it's like man like i just went I just went all the way down here and I was just up there before and there's all this other stuff up there, it's crazy. So I like the world and like, I find myself getting the most immersed in it when I'm just walking around, which is part of, which is also part of why I try not to drive around too much in the game. Like aside from just the visual issues, which pull me out. When I'm walking around in the world, you know, like, that's why I see the people there. I see, you know, the cars driving around. I see, I'm like kind of taking in the environment, you know, taking in all the lights, the signs, the advertisements, the buildings, just how just how tall they are in comparison to little old me here on ground level in this cyberpunk world like that's when i feel like the most immersed in the world and i'm like yeah i am here in night city and this is so cool but then i then get pulled back out when i think about the fact that i'm like but there aren't there many people out right now and like there could be more people like walk on the streets to make it feel even more lived in the lighting is at the best right now like man if, if it was if like i had the ray tracing going on it would look so much better you know this person 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 over here is just saying like the same thing that you know that they kind of always say I try to talk to this person they say what get away from me (laughs) I said I try to talk to them again and see if they can say something else what get away from me okay you're not really offering much different you know you know things like that they I'm I'm in i get pulled in and i get pulled back out and then i was like oh no this is this is a video game and like again like the game looks good it looks good enough but like the vi- not visual inconsistencies i mean although there are some but like the lack of the next gen visuals mm-hmm. kind of really pull really hamper this game's appar- immersion for me and i fully believe that this game if it was next gen only like if at some point in development they said hey you know what this game is not running well on last gen consoles, we need to just cut it. We need to just, you know, cut our losses that way we don't have a giant scandal when this game comes out and just make this next gen only which they were considering doing just make it next gen and pc only then i would like the world would just be like so much more immersive and i would just be so much more lost in it now than i currently am and like i think it, it because like there are the seeds of greatness there like when i look at the footage of the game on pc where you know you have all that you know you have so much people density and the ray tracing and everything like that and like the world just seems so much more alive and lived in, you know, like something you would see in a Grand Theft Auto game or red dead or you know kind of like even you said tyler with final fantasy VII remake you know yeah when you when you walk past the npcs you know for the second and third time they say the same things they said the first time <laughs> but you know when you're walking through those slums like it feels like so alive it's just like oh my gosh like all these people are here doing these things and you know like the things that they say in chapter two will be different from what they say later on in the game because they're now commenting on the things that happened in between those different chapters and all. So like it makes it feel so much more like, okay, this is an actual place with real people that are, you know, doing their thing. And like, I, I kind of like even look towards a game like Persona 5 Royal, which I know people on this podcast are tired of hearing about because I praise this game so much, but yes, like Persona 5 Royal, yes, it is a smaller game in scope than, than Cyberpunk, but the city of shibuya up there like i i just like i know that see like the back of my hand, like how to get around to certain places i could go to i can literally walk my way somewhere you know take train and everything not have to fast travel and know how to know exactly how to get there and just like when you walk past people on the screen it'll pop up like a little dialogue box like what two people are talking about or you can like just listen in on conversations like stand there and listen to people that are talking and it only said like a few lines of dialogue but what they're talking about changes as the game progresses and things go on and stuff. It makes it feel so much more lively than Cyberpunk is for me right now. It feels like, you know, this is a natural this is actually Japan that I'm in right now modern day Japan and it just feels so right it feels like this is my home right now which is part of why when I finished when I was finishing that game doing the last mission and all like wrapping up all little like saying goodbye to all my peoples and stuff like I started like tearing up and everything so I'm like man like I don't want to leave this place this place is crazy this place is great and right now I don't feel that with Night City I see the promise of it and the promise of what it could be but right now I just don't really feel it which is you know it's a shame you know, I think that this game, the PC version of this game is what I would say is like as a tease of what next gen open worlds could be. Like, I, I'm i so curious to see what the next rock star world is going to be like, because I feel like that will be like an evolution of what open worlds could be red dead was like gta 5 was the start of it, i think this gen and then you get witcher 3 and then you get red dead redemption 2 at the end like near the end of it in my opinion which i think was like an evolution of what you could get from open worlds in terms of realism and just how real life they could feel and all but yeah i think night city teases the potential of it as of right now but it's not all the way there any other thoughts on the world before we get to our final question to kind of wrap up the conversation
1: I just wanted to mention, like, like, kind of clarify something, just going off of what you said. I'm not saying this is, like, the open world to end all open worlds. Like, I'm not saying this is 100% perfect. When I yeah. say it's my, it's my favorite, like, game setting, I'm specifically talking about, like, Night City. Like leaving out like npcs and and stuff like that because i i agree that the npcs are very generic and they're 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 not like super interesting and most of them will just tell you to go away but just the city itself i just think it is is one i i don't know if this is because i'm playing on series x and haven't had that many issues like visuals wise but it is it is stunning it, it's by far not the best looking game i've ever played but it is stunningly pretty to just like walk around night say i i think i agree with what you were saying tyler is like walking around night city is when i'm most immersed in the game because there is just i I see a lot of interesting stuff i want to go and i want to go and explore but there are there are moments that have pulled me out and reminded me oh yes this is a video game it's not perfect it's it's not a it's not a 10 out of 10 fantastic super awesome open world like there are issues with it but I think it, it's just the most interesting one I've played off from my perspective in terms of just like this city itself.
0: Okay, okay. New title. do you have any final thoughts on the world before we move on?
2: No, I would just say like, I mean, I think I've come across as maybe a little bit more negative and I have no doubts this will all be patched out. Um, but the point of a video game is like, when it's out when you say it's done we have to take it as the as as you know basically gospel and yeah people are gonna have bad impressions like we don't owe it to publishers to just like yeah we'll give you a million chances to make your game better like of course people will come and find it and enjoy it later on and that's great for them but a lot of people are just straight up burned for money so that's and that you know i think that's kind of why you guys wanted me on is the ps4 experience is definitely different than the ps5 and the series x
0: yeah 100% 100% Okay, so now we'll get to our final question of the episode to kind of round out our discussion of Cyberpunk 2077. So it's kind of, it's three questions here, but kind of all wrapped in one. So given each of our experiences with the game so far, do we see ourselves doing a second playthrough of the game? Do we want to play the game once the official next-gen version releases? And what were you? What would you score the game right now if you were to do so? We'll start with Karen on this one.
1: Do I see myself doing a second playthrough of the game? Absolutely. I plan to do a, a playthrough of each of the life paths. I know it doesn't make a huge difference, but I, I just I want to try out all the prologues and uh, and see if it has any other effect on the game. I also plan to do a, a, a playthrough as male V just because I know there's some things that are specific to if you're a male, if you're a female. Like I say, if you're a female, you can't romance Judy. But if you're a male, then I know that there are other people that you that you can romance and you can't as female V so i want to try that i will probably do a run th- a mail v run through of a street kid on the xbox one version and then do a nomad run when the series x and ps5 versions release just to see what the difference is if i had to score this game right now I agree. This is a nine out of ten game. I do not feel like it has the potential to be a ten. That might be a lie. I, I feel like it had the potential to be a ten, but regarding everything that's happened with the game and just some of the things that I personally don't like about it, it it it's it's not a ten. And I don't think they can patch in things that will make it a ten. I've been saying to this co- to a couple of my friends who were on the fence. If you if you like the idea of a futuristic RPG, then I would describe this as a must-play RPG in six months to a year when they've patched out all the bugs when they've added some dlc and some like maybe some additional story content to make the game a bit longer as it is right now i would still recommend playing it if you have a series x ps5 or pc and if you were already interested in the game if not wait for it to go on sale if you want but i wouldn't say it's an absolute must play
0: okay so for me i think it's a bit tricky do i see myself doing a second playthrough i i initially went to this was going to go into this game thinking yeah i'll do my first playthrough as a street kid second playthrough as a corpo and then all the controversy broke out and then like i start like that kind of soured me on even wanting to play the game period because i mean yeah i'm playing on ps5 but just like the whole just as a principle just the principle of what they did with the game and how they marketed it and like like hit stuff I was just like uh I feel like dirty playing this game because I just know it's just not the way many people are playing it right now so like because of that like when I play the game now I already feel like man I'm playing it because yeah I want to play it I also feel like I kind of have to play it but at the same time I don't like the what you guys did at all and like I kind of don't want to play the game because of all that but I still like it and I want to see it through but because of all that and the many issues you know that I kind of like explain with the game I kind of don't know if I'll do a second playthrough. Like, I don't know if by the time I finish the game, I'll be like, yeah, that was great. Let's do a second playthrough and kind of deal with all these issues again. I mean, you know, I imagine that some things will be patched, but it's like, man, do I really think I'll feel like going through a second playthrough? I don't know. And I think if I did do a second playthrough, it would be when the official next-gen version comes out. I don't think I'd want to do two playthroughs on, you know, with the, like the old-gen version just running backwards compatible. If I played it again, I would want to play it again with all the new visuals, better performance, so on and so forth. But again, that's really determined on when that version even comes out because they all they've said is sometime next year so sometime next year could be this time next year who knows and again it comes down to that what they've fixed and just how i even really see cdpr at that point like do i really feel like yeah you know i i won't feel terrible playing this game because you guys your upper management made incredibly, incredibly poor decisions came to launching it. So if I were to score it right now, again, only 10 hours in, haven't finished the game, haven't seen, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say I've seen most of what this game has to offer, but if I were to score it right now, I think I would score it as like a seven, 7.5 at the highest as of right now. Like the game is good. I'm not saying the game is good, it's a good game. There are, I think there are glimpses of greatness in it, but those glimpses of greatness right now are just held back by gameplay issues visual issues that you know that they got to work on and then even like some story stuff that again i think the story is good so far and it's picking up so i'm really curious to see where it goes i think it'll only get better from here but yeah it i'm feeling a 7 7.5 on it as of right now new tyler wh- what do you think what are your final thoughts on it
2: so i'll What will most likely happen is, so I'm going to finish this playthrough, of course. I think I'll probably pop in for the next gen playthrough, but I don't know if I'll see it to completion. I don't. Kieran, are the four endings that different? Like, are they that pivotal?
1: Two of them are similar i think see, I, th- th- two, mm. two of them are very different
2: okay i may see that through i don't know maybe i'll watch a youtube video but i definitely want to see how it performs i just want to see how much better it looks and just kind of like what that first experience could have been it's i mean ultimately i think your initial thoughts on a game are kind of what cements it um, which is why so many games especially this generation with bad launches even if they've recouped their rep it's just irrevocable you know, basically irre- irrevocably, just like that rep has been tainted by a large portion of people. And those people are, you know, entitled to feel that way. I don't completely hate the game. I'm not looking for reasons to. I, there are parts that I definitely enjoy. What So you asked, what What are we going to do for a second playthrough? What was kind of the middle question? Because I know the last one was what you want us to what would we what so would I, score it right now?
0: So I said, do you, do we see ourselves doing a second playthrough? Would you want to play it when the next gen version comes out? Oh, okay, the official yeah. next gen version, and would you score it now?
2: Yeah. So I I think I just answered that with the PS5. That would be my reason. I don't, especially on base f- PS4, have a reason to do like multiple playthroughs at all plus that's just not really my play style in general um it's like i want to replay this game a bunch of times like twice is usually my limit unless it's been yeah. 10 plus years just going back to recertify in my brain how that feels and looks mm-hmm. but i said earlier it reminds me of a ps37 i think that's optimistic so i in my brain what i'm thinking right now is that as we get later in the story the story beats will improve but I've also heard in that same New York Times article that and then just from other reviews that the bugs get worse especially as you're heading to the finish line so in my head I'm thinking those probably even out to stay at about where I am um, hopefully my impressions are the world improve, but it's hard to say which is how everything looks and performs my guess is probably like a six to a seven somewhere in that range i don't think there's any theoretical way it could be higher than an eight on a base ps4 I, I don't even know if there's a theoretical way for it to be higher than a seven that's again some optimism included there if the bugs get bad enough and i don't like the story i'm sure it could fall fall down to that five maybe even four range where like ign came out and straight up said what what was it a three out of ten or a four out of ten where they're like if you're on a base ps4 xbox one don't play it yeah they gave it a four um yep. I like that's definitely last case scenario. And I think a seven in that four range is like, yeah, this is the roulette you're playing with this game on la- on, you know, previous gen, whatever it was current gen at the time hardware, which sucks. Like you shouldn't have to it shouldn't be a gambling proposition on whether or not my game's going to work. It's always a gamble if you're going to like it, because that's always subjective. But will the game play for me? Uh, it, it's just a bummer. And then, you know, that's not even touching the fact that PlayStation's now delisted it. I had a physical copy, so it's never gonna be an issue for me, but it just goes to show like the nice little things, the inserts, all that crap only gets you so far until all of a sudden your game doesn't work and then people are very mad at you. So Which your
0: co- final score on it would be?
2: Okay, right now, I'll say a six and a half. I'll go, I'll meet in the middle ground there between the six and the seven and my prediction would be, it stays in kind of that variable with the potential to possibly get lower
0: all right that's interesting yeah i i didn't think i'd get that low but i mean everything that you've said it makes sense why you're putting it there and i also understand why karen is you know liking it as much as he is i understand why he's saying you know it's a it's a nine for him you know especially since you've seen the whole game through
1: i mean i'm i'm also just like just as a person i'm not super critical of things i'm i'm (laughs) I'm fairly i'm fairly I'm i'm fairly easy to please so it, it might just me being kind of like dreamy-eyed or look at cyberpunk but no i i enjoyed the game i, I like i say i nine out of ten
2: i i do want to have a quick mention because i love just like connecting unnecessary dots maybe this this was it all along like they wanted to create a real meta class subconsciousness because Basically, <laughs> high end PC people are like corpos. They're like, what do you mean? There's no inequality. Like, we're living great here. Meanwhile, like, base PS4 people are like, it doesn't even work. Life sucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then everyone who has a next gen console and is playing it is like, they're kind of in the I mean, middle. It, it's yeah. all right. It's, it, it's all right. It's not terrible, but it could be better.
2: They're driving you it. Know, life's fine. Yeah, they're driving a Toyota Camry in a two-story house in the suburbs. And they're like, it could be better, but we're living. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. That is a that is a fine analogy right there. I love that. All righty, my friends. This was a long meaty episode but it was a fascinating discussion so first off thank you tyler for joining us again we really appreciate having you on the show where can um people find you
2: So, yeah, you can reach out to us. Uh, We have an Instagram and a Facebook. I'm working on getting us a Twitter. Um, It's just hard being the social media and the editor and everything important to a show. Uh, But we're Good Game We Lost. That's all you got to search, Good Game We Lost. Uh, We're the Internet's Worst Gaming Podcast uh, that's just, just our sub tag. Um, thinking of, um, we might go the Losers Club or something like that for uh, for what we call our fans eventually. But yeah, reach out to us there. I manage all that. So you'll be talking to me. If you have an issue with someone else, just put it in the sub header and I'll, I'll tell them. You um, can also email us at pod at gmail.com. And yeah, we'd appreciate any, any visits, any listens. I'm trying to post more often on our Instagram. I do stuff um, just like pulled, like for my cyberpunk, I posted my V... Uh, and then I've got a glitch that I'm going to turn into a meme. Plan on doing that here shortly uh, that I took a picture of in Cyberpunk. So just kind of trying to keep it fun and interesting. Um, we talked about on our last episode with Bugsnax, like, hey, what's your favorite gaming memory for holiday related? Uh, so me, me and Dominic had a, a fun discussion about that. Um, And so just we try and keep it fun, but also like, as you can see, I can't help but give out critical analysis. So it's it's like this weird, ugly amalgamation ourselves of like interesting thought and then just irreverent jokes. (laughs) Awesome, uh, awesome.
1: Sorry, uh, just as a quick note, uh, the link for Tyler's bo- uh new Tyler's podcast will be in the description of this episode and also on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. And if I'm going to, I don't mind at all posting this through our feed. If you want to send me that uh, through here, Karen, I can definitely do so once you've wrapped everything up. Um, and if anyone's listening from Good Game We Lost, go check them out, of course, uh, at the Games and Gaming podcast, and I'll make sure to provide a link. Uh, if I post that in my feed, I'll make sure to provide a link for that as well.
0: Awesome, see hands being shaken around here it, you know it, it's a good time uh, again yes thank you for joining us on the podcast uh, remember you can follow us at GNGPcast on Twitter and Instagram share the show with friends family anybody leave reviews greatly appreciated Karen where can people find you uh,
1: YouTube Twitch Instagram and Twitter at badlynet B-A-D-L-Y-N-E-T Fantastic!
0: You all know you can find me on Twitter at TylerMiller2496. Follow me over there. Once more, Tyler, thank you for joining us. You are welcome on the show anytime. It's a fascinating discussion. I'm sure we would have many others in the future as well.
2: Yeah, I look forward to it. It's been fun. Uh, feel free to message me if you guys ever want to be on. If you, there's any specific games you want to talk about. I haven't played Hitman, but uh, our producer, Misha, got into Hitman 2. So we're thinking of doing that in some uh, Hitman 3 VR stream so uh, I don't know if anyone's super into Hitman but you're welcome on the pod or if there's any games coming up you guys really like want to talk about uh, but the other one maybe doesn't want to or whatever feel free to let me know
0: awesome fantastic and with all that being said my friends this is the end of the games and Gaming podcast thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed the show have a fantastic rest of your day
2: have a great one guys see you later